Hey there. Welcome to the Freelancer's Guide to Cybersecurity podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Byram, and this is the cybersecurity podcast for freelancers, consultants, and the people who hire them. You can find detailed show notes for this episode at cyber.dukecityconsulting.com. Those notes include a summary of the discussion, as well as links to resources mentioned during the show. Hello, and welcome to Freelancer's Guide to Cybersecurity podcast. Today, I wanted to discuss a consistently overlooked part of cybersecurity, what I like to call changing the locks. Project teams, especially those in the freelance and startup spaces, can be really dynamic. Similarly, there can be substantial turnover on volunteer teams, like the ones managing chapters of professional organizations. One thing these organizations have in common is their often disorganized management of access to their digital accounts. Today, we'll discuss why that's a security threat and the four easy steps you and your organization can take to consistently secure your valuable information. When you buy a house, you call a locksmith and change the locks, right? You do it to protect yourself and your belongings, and you don't give it a second thought. Who thinks, but what will the previous owner think? Will they think I don't trust them or that I don't like them? No, it's your house now and controlling who has access to you and your stuff is just using common sense. So why is it that volunteer groups and small businesses don't remove permission to access files, accounts, and systems when personnel change on projects, boards of directors, and other teams? Take, for example, contractors and freelancers who worked on a project with your in-house team, but their work on the project has finished. Or consider volunteers who worked diligently for your organization during their terms, but have finished their time as officers or board members and no longer fill roles requiring access to sensitive information. Why can these people still edit documents in the Dropbox account? Why do they still have the credentials for your website and social media accounts? Why do they still have administrative access to your government registrations, like SAM, which has a lot of your business's sensitive financial information? People no longer affiliated with your organization or those who no longer fill roles requiring that high level of access should not continue to have it. No matter how much you like them, how trustworthy they are, or how much they work for your business on an intermittent basis, like consultants and freelancers. Why? Because no matter how much you trust them, every entity with access to your intellectual property, financial information, communication systems, and other parts of your network or accounts, it poses a vulnerability to your system. Do you trust that every freelancer and consultant who works for you has impeccably secure devices? You shouldn't. Small businesses, vendors, and subcontractors can pose incredible risks to businesses. 
Remember how hackers accessed Target's financial system and stole consumers' Target red card information a few years back? The hackers didn't attack Target directly. They used credentials stolen from one of Target's heating and cooling contractors to gain access to Target systems. As businesses become wiser about cybersecurity and harden their systems to direct attack, indirect attacks via smaller, more vulnerable affiliates have increased. So how do you change the locks? Well, here's what I do to secure the organizations I work with or manage. First, grant people the minimum access they require to effectively do their job. Second, set a time limit on access for any systems that allow you to. For example, when you invite a user to Slack, you can set a date when their access will expire. Third, make terminating access part of a project closing protocol. For many systems, you may simply terminate a user's credentials, but for shared credentials, for example, the login information for a social media account, simply change the password. Fourth, add an annual or semi-annual audit of your accounts and systems to your business's cybersecurity protocol to catch any loose ends that may have gone unnoticed. Still worried about offending that board member whose term has ended? Or think it's a waste of time to terminate access of a consultant you hope will work with you on a project you have slated for the end of the year? Understandable. But consider your fiduciary duty to the organization and the potential liability you open yourself up to should there be a data breach as a result of your indifference. Trust me, these people will not be offended that you are securing your business and you will sleep a lot better at night knowing that there is not a loose end out there that could potentially cause you a lot of headaches, heartaches, and potentially a loss of reputation. The Freelancer's Guide to Cybersecurity podcast is a production of Duke City Consulting. Learn more at cyber.dukecityconsulting.com. 